Email todayradio at rte.ie. U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden announced last night that he has picked U.S. Senator Kamala Harris to be his running mate. So what do we know about her? Well, I'm joined on the line by U.S. correspondent of the Business Post, Marion McKeown. And thank you so much for joining us this morning, Marion. I suppose, firstly, who is Senator Kamala Harris and what do we know about her? Right. Well, uh, Senator Kamala Harris is very well known in California and she did have a springboard onto the national political stage earlier this year because she was a former presidential contender. Now, she's a two-term district attorney for San Francisco. She was also the attorney general for California, and she has served one term in the U.S. Senate. So in terms of the national political arena, she hasn't done a whole lot, but she has quite a high profile. And I think... um, she's extremely telegenic. We just talk about, I think there, there are a number of pluses to this choice, but I, and, but there are caveats. Very, very telegenic person, very smart, very charismatic, fantastic smile. Somebody that Biden needs in terms of the energy. Joe Biden can be a very downbeat campaigner. He tends to focus on what's wrong with America. You know, he's, he's a negative campaigner. It's hard to feel upbeat after one of his events. Mind you, they're all virtual now anyway. But, but um, Kamala Harris is a much happier warrior. She's much more. She is tough. She's very quick. She's very forensic in her approach. She's a former prosecutor. And you can tell it when she questions people and when she comes up against people. Um, as I say, a huge amount of political promise, but she didn't fulfill it. I went to the launch of her presidential campaign in January 2019 in Oakland. Now, just to put this in context, Donald Trump's launch in 2015, there were 500 people at it. About 200 of those were paid actors. They were extras to to fill up the the arena. Kamala Harris had more than 20,000 people at her launch, which was more than Barack Obama had at his final rally. It was certainly more than Donald Trump had at his final rally. Um, The place was packed. The energy was incredible. And she came out and she dazzled people with the charisma and the smile. And from there, she went steadily downhill. now, the reason she went steadily downhill, in my view, and she she ended up with just 2% of the Democratic vote, was she was, I don't want to say all style and no substance, but she was pretty much that. She had very little by way of an agenda. If you look at what Elizabeth Warren had, what even Amy Klobuchar had, what Pete Buttigieg had, they had plans for when they were president. She had a bunch of slogans that weren't particularly deep. And she tended to, when she was asked a hard question, she'd always say, well, it's certainly worth discussing. Well, nobody ever won an election by saying it's worth discussing something when you ask them a hard question. Mm-hmm. So she she was a little bit timid. I thought she was quite disappointing. But as I say, when it comes to the vice president role, Joe Biden was really um, under enormous pressure, obviously to pick a woman because he said he was going to do that himself. Personally, I think he had so many women that were formidable candidates. Any of them would have been picked anyway. He didn't have to make a gender specific, but there was also um, more pressure on to to pick a black candidate. And in the context of the racial and social upheaval, upheaval in America, in the, in the last several months since George Floyd's death, you know, all of the other things, the, the tone deafness of the Republican Party, the way that black Americans have suffered so disproportionately because of coronavirus in terms of deaths, in terms of job loss, in terms of evictions. Uh, and I, I think that it was really seen that this would be a moment of unity. And I think from that perspective, she's a good choice. Okay. She's a safe choice.
Donald Trump do donated money to her, her campaign as Attorney General and Steve Mnuchin donated money to her campaign when she was running for the US Senate. So, well, so this is what I was going to ask you, actually, Marion, and that sort of feeds into it, is because some of the criticism um, in around Joe Biden has been around how he's a very centrist candidate. You know, he doesn't necessarily appeal to the very liberal wing of uh, the Democrats. So I was wondering, would Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris appeal to that wing or would she also be seen as centrist? Uh, she wouldn't appeal nearly as much as Stacey Abrams, who I think has a huge political talent, who, who I think was in the running. Uh, she she was a prosecutor in California. She didn't go after big business after the 2008 recession as much as people thought she should have. One of the people she didn't go after was Steve Mnuchin, whose company was investigated um, after millions of Californians lost their homes. Uh, and she's, people felt she let him off the hook. Uh, they also felt... That she said she was Kamala Harris for the people uh, and she was strong on issues like domestic violence, but she also did things like threatening to jail people whose children um, didn't turn up in school regularly. Now, that is a social problem that is not going to be solved by jail. So I think people felt she was a bit too hard. She also had some personal stuff. Uh, which, you know, for a male candidate wouldn't even be looked at now. But she dated uh, a guy called Willie Brown, huge personality in Californian politics. He was 25 years her senior. He was separated from his wife at the time, but he was um, still married. Now, Republicans tried to make out she was his mistress. It wasn't true. He had separated from his wife for a decade before that. But he was investigated for bribes and corruption. He was never indicted, but it didn't help her. He also said last year, he's about 85 now, that he did help her with her career starting off. But he also helped Nancy Pelosi. He helped Diane Feinstein. He helped a lot of people in California. So that I don't think that's a big deal. Her backstory is fascinating. Her mother came from India. She came from a very wealthy Tamil family. Her father was a diplomat. Uh, she studied in Berkeley, where she met Kamala Harris's um, father, who came from Jamaica. He's he's still a professor emeritus at uh, Stanford University. Uh, they were both super intellectuals. They got very involved in the Berkeley um, civil rights movement of the 60s and, and all of that stuff. Uh, her mother was supposed to go home to an arranged marriage in India to a, a very wealthy and very prestigious man there, and she refused. So she stayed in California. She married uh, Kamala Harris's father, but they divorced very quickly afterwards, leaving her as a single mother, essentially. So uh, her family looks like an incredibly good-looking Benetton ad. Her husband is a very handsome white Jewish lawyer. Her brother-in-law is Tony West. Uh, he worked for Barack Obama in the Justice Department, almost became the Attorney General. Uh, really strikingly good-looking guy as well. Um, and I remember when I attended the event, just looking at the family going, my God, that's the best-looking family I've ever seen. Like, And, and as I said, they're they look like America. They're, they're um, Jamaican-American, they're Indian-American, they're white, they're Jewish, they're everything. And I think she'll bring that kind of an energy of getting away from the grey old men of politics mm. and, and just she's 54, 55. She's young and she's vibrant. So the pair will be making their first joint appearance um, later today and already there's been a lot of talk about their clashes um, with each other uh, during the Democratic nomination debates. Uh, so can we expect that to come up do you think when they appear today or what can we expect from their appearance today? Oh I, I think if it doesn't come up today it'll certainly come up because during a debate and it was her strongest debate actually about a year ago, June 2019 she, she came out with the line about that little girl was me and she was talking about being bused to school and segregation in education and how 
Joe Biden at the time was pretty chummy with two of the biggest um, champions of segregation in the Senate. And she called him out on that. She was also very good friends with Joe Biden's son, Beau Biden, who was also an attorney general. They were very close friends. He held her in very high regard. So I think that that did help to smooth things over with her and Joe Biden. But look, it won't do her any harm having called out Joe Biden on, on black issues. It's not going to do her any harm at all to show that she's independent and that, you know, she's not going to be timid or be intimidated by him. Uh, so I, I think she'll do fine. I think that, um, as I say, she brings something to the ticket that he hasn't got, which is energy and a bit of charisma. Mm. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. That's US not correspondent cool. of The Business Post, Marion McKeown. Thank you. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.